Carly. Yeah, what's up? Welcome to Pillows on the Windows, dude. Thank you. In the time since we last spoke, you ran a marathon. How did that go, Carly? Only kind of. No, you did. No, I didn't. I absolutely didn't. I did not run a full 26.2. Not because I didn't want to or because I couldn't. Uh, they canceled the race. All right, let me explain uh, something to you. What's up? They didn't have rulers back when they first established how long the marathon was. So I don't think we yeah. can even say. Yeah. You know what was funny is, so I listened to podcasts for the first like Oh, that two. sounds awful. No, there are certain ones that I listen to, like, sort of on repeat that are just, like, they absorb my brain almost entirely. Um, so that's <laughs> what I did for a while, like, a couple hours. And then I had a playlist ready for at the end. And as I was finishing, I was trying really, really hard to um, cross the line while listening to Drunk Driver's Killer, Ki- Killer Whales by Car Seat Headrest. But that song ended, (laughs) that song ended, and then Hey Jealousy was the song that I crossed the finish line. Yeah. (laughs) Which is kind of fun. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was Mm. fun. It was, yeah, it was fun. So good is how it went. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I don't know. It was like a... What what was the process by which they announced to everyone that there would not be a full marathon being run? Yeah, it was fun, right? So it was yeah. around mile 12. Oh, during um, the race. During the race, yes. Okay. <laughs> so right before the halfway point, there was a fork in the road because there's already a 20-mile race uh, like happening. You sure. know, like they were going to do that no matter what. So there's a fork in the road. Left went to the marathon. Right went to the 20-miler. And they just had a couple of people standing in front of the fork. And God, but it wasn't like they were like going to stop you. So then they're like yelling like, no more marathon. <laughs> and they're like pointing at the, the war is over. We won. <laughs> they're pointing at the other thing. And so everyone's just asking like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we're not going to do it. <laughs> That's the saddest story ever. Well, and then they're like, because some people were like quite upset by it. Um, well, I would so they're like, yeah. So they were like, well, what happens if I just run that way? And they're like, well, you'll be unsupported. There will be no aid stations and we won't count your time. Okay, like, so I guess I'm not going to do that. And then it was like for the next, it, uh, it kind of screwed up the race a little bit. <laughs> Because I got really like sort of angry for a little bit, and then I was like, "Oh, I have to run six less miles," so I went a lot faster, and then that really screwed me over. Um, so I had a slow chunk after that, but finished strong. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. There was like one really, really angry man by me who was like, yeah. "Well, this is a freaking waste of time." Small <laughs> <It's like, laughs> crap. Um, as someone who works yeah. in retail. The image of like <laughs> midway through a marathon, a line of angry customers is really, yeah. really awesome to me. Just like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, I signed up for a full marathon. Yeah. And I think, like, I don't know if everything they ended up say or they said ended up being true. Like, I have a feeling that they were still going to give you water if you went the other way. Yeah, like, it's just like, 
you're dead if you go that way. We're yeah. sorry. Well, that was the other crappy thing. Like they, I thought the aid stations would be much more frequent. I think part of the reason <laughs> they canceled was because yeah. it was really only like every four miles or so, which is a long time to go without water, especially when you're yeah. creeping up on a 90 degree day. So it was like, <laughs> I they were not prepared for people to go down. I don't think. Um, right. Or they way. were preparing to create that <laughs> scenario. <Yes. laughs> they weren't dealing with the fallout at all. Yeah. It's okay. I still had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awful, but okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what? Yeah. Isn't there another one coming up, though? I mean, it's not like the end of the world if. Yeah, I like during the race, I was like, oh, I could just like sign up for another one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Car? Um, I'll, huh. I would just tell people you ran a marathon. I'm not telling anyone anything about me. Oh, <laughs> uh, OK. I guess except for right now. If anyone ever asks, though, you can say you ran a marathon. I don't know if I feel comfortable in that. Um, Who cares? Me. They're going to go on like Wikipedia and be like, hmm, <laughs> yeah. actually that year it wasn't run a full race. It was only 20 miles. Hmm. hmm. Carly did doesn't she, seem trustworthy at all. Did she run unsupported by the <laughs> well, wait a second. race people? Every four miles for an aid station? That's not regulation. Hmm. Something yeah. doesn't add up here. Really didn't feel regulation. That's a long time. Run faster. Together. Oh my god. Carly, let's, let's ring some Ghibli movies. Okay. Now that good. you're all fired up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've watched all... I'm going to put all in one quotation mark. Okay. We didn't watch the red turtle or whatever. What's that? Whatever. Exactly. We watched. No, what is it? I want to know. It was, it's like Ghibli adjacent or something. Oh, okay. They helped out with it or something. But we didn't watch that, but we watched all the ones on Wikipedia that say, hey, here's the Ghibli movies. So we watched 22, it looks like. Right? No, that can't be right. That doesn't feel right. Oh my God. I guess that's right. Yeah. We didn't watch Tales from Earthsea. That doesn't sound familiar. 23. Yeah, we did. I don't know what that is. Anyway. I don't know what half of these are. <laughs> <laughs> Cara, how do you want to do this? I don't know. Should we start just like identify the top pack, the bottom pack, and then suss it out from there? I guess that's really difficult to listen to. Yeah, that sounds like uh, too much work. Let's just either go in chronological order or we start with your wig and work up better from there. Well, okay. Should we t- take a quick pause and talk about earwig? Uh, I didn't care for earwig. <laughs> I I don't think it's as bad as everyone said it was. I think I you might think be it- wrong, Car. I think you <laughs> might be wrong in this case. But please, go on. So the caveat is I was watching it whilst making my shepherd's pie. So <laughs> I wasn't okay. uh, full focused, but it, I was grateful... So this movie looks bad, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I was grateful that it was not in the typical... I guess I was glad it wasn't hand-drawn, because then I absolutely wouldn't have paid any attention. Like, at least it looked dynamic or something. I don't know. I'm just being honest here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can ask from you, Cars, honestly, regarding the art style of Earwig and the Witch, the latest Studio Ghibli movie, which was actually... Made for TV movie directed by Goro, everyone's favorite director from Studio Ghibli. Go on. Um, yeah, I just thought it was like fine. 
I, but it was more no. engaging, I think, because it was a different art style than everything else I've watched. I, I don't know. I can't go with you on this at all. I mean, like, <laughs> nothing happened the entire time. It was like Kiki's Delivery Service if you took out the movie part. <laughs> that might be true. That might be true. <laughs> Not a single thing. Ha- there's no arc. There's no plot. There's no nothing. Yeah, the first scene is really like the first scene in Harry Potter, right? Like the motorcycle takes a baby to oh, sure, a doorstep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It and like it was made back then. <laughs> yeah, he was cool. I liked the 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 guy who runs the house. Yeah. Yes, I agree. So it's got that going for it, but uh, he otherwise, he kind of had um, the like spider guy from Howl's Moving Castle vibes. Mm-hmm. Billy Crystal, I completely agree. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, it just goes off into like nonsense land at the end, which is kind of fun with like the music stuff. But that's so yeah. tangential to everything that's happening. And it's just like, I, I, I really, I back Goro. I think he, I think he gets too much poop from people. But yeah. uh, I think he, this was a mistake. I don't think his heart was in it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. This was a mistake is such a brutal way to talk about it. Yeah, I really. <laughs> I really feel like it was, though, in all respects. Yeah. It was not a good yeah. film, Ear League in the Way. Yeah. That's fair. Which is interesting because it has only a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes, which seems a little low. That does seem really low. I mean, yeah, I'm looking through the others. Yeah, Tales from Earthsea. Is that the other? Oh, that's his other one. Yeah. That's the bad one. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this was better than that. Okay, are we starting? Well, should we just identify the worst one and then go from there? We just I feel did. like that's Earwig. maybe easiest. No, I don't think Earwig is the worst. Ooh, Kari, you're killing me already, and we have so many more movies to go. <laughs> I think it might be The Cat Returns. God, I forgot it might be all the about cat returns. The Cat Returns. I don't think we can do it this way, Kari. I think we have to go in okay. chronological order. Just do it that okay. way. Okay. I really, otherwise it's too scatterbrained for me, even with my monster chaotic (laughs) energy juice. I think we got to start at the beginning and go. Okay. So Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. I really didn't like this movie, so. Yeah, me either, but I think it might work better on a revisit now that we've watched. Not that I'm actually going to do that, but I think with the context, it might make more sense, maybe. Okay. So I guess, so we're not going to assign this like a number. I'm just going to like copy and paste this mm-hmm. and then we'll move it around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You could probably put it towards the bottom though, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if I had to give it a number, I would say like 16, but. We'll um, and this is kind of like our sending off. So I might say just my thoughts on the movies as we go and you're welcome yeah. to do the same. Uh, yes. Yes. But I mean, like I have so many issues with Nausicaa as far as like the. Miyazaki plotting and character development mm-hmm. and all that crap. But as as far as like world building and imagery, I think it's like a really strong uh, early taste of what was to come. Absolutely. If I is this the one with like the cool bugs and yes. stuff? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was super cool. So not the worst of these movies, I wouldn't say. Not super. Yeah, I would agree. Um, it was a it was a rough start. Yeah, it just made me full of dread that, like, all of the ones except for the ones that I knew were going to be like that. It didn't end up being the case at all. But wait, I was wait really a minute. This that. is anime. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. This is a list that's, of anime. Honestly, that's kind of what it was. Like, yeah. I feel like the Ghibli's I'd seen beforehand were just different enough that mm-hmm. 
I was like, oh, these are all going to be like distinct, interesting movies. And then like, I got afraid that but that was no. going to be the case. Yeah. Castle in the Sky car. I think a little bit better than yeah. Yeah. Nausicaa. So just. I don't have any thoughts on Castle in the Sky. It, uh, it's like the most middle of the road one of these for me where it's just like, yeah, this is fine. So the only sequence I remember from um, not, or Castle in the Sky, I think, is the like train sequence. I don't even right? remember Where that. it's like. A, oh, where they got like the little re-e re-e thing. Where it's like there's, it's like a moment of danger and it feels like yes. an adventure movie. Am I thinking of the right movie? Yep. Yeah. They're on the yeah, train yeah. tracks and the sky pirates are with them and they're on the little re-e re-e thing and they're going re-e yeah. re-e 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 and they're trying to get away from something. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like that was fun did. and that felt like a good kids movie in a way that Nausicaa absolutely did not. Yes. Yeah. Which also kind of diminishes it a little bit, but I think we can, I think we're safe putting that above Nausicaa. I agree. Okay. Grave of the Grave Fireflies. Grave of the Fireflies. I would put above both. Yes. Yeah. By quite a bit. Still didn't care for this movie that much, but it's way more memorable to me. Like, I can pick out memories of watching this movie that I can't do for Nausicaa or Castle. Yeah, I also just think it's, like, probably a good movie. You know what I yes. mean? Like, the other two, I don't think I could call them good movies. Where did our list go, Carl? I put it on sheet two because otherwise oh it's going to mess up the. <laughs> okay. It's going to mess up the spacing otherwise. <laughs> the spacing. Yeah. This has to be aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Grave of the Firefly is sad. So sad. Should yeah, movies be sad? sad? Yeah, sometimes I think so. Okay, this one is. And this was our first intro into Takahata, who ended up being maybe, maybe the MVP. Ooh, not Goro? No. <laughs> not Yoshifumi Kondo? <laughs> I don't remember who that is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my Neighbor Totoro car. Yeah, I would put that at the top. Yes, we love going to Barnes & Noble and buying expensive plushies, dude. <laughs> We love merchandising that is something empires. about us. Yes. God, I love it. <laughs> I have four Totoros. Yeah. I think this is like a, a genuinely great movie. Like if uh, Grave of the Fireflies is good, I think this is a really, 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 really good movie. This movie has vibes of... I love Star Wars and I'm going to make my three-year-old watch Star Wars because I love Star Wars and my three-year-old loves Star Wars because I love Star Wars. I feel like that's what this movie is, but for anime. What do you mean? Like in that you would theoretically show this to your child and like try to no, get them not to me. like it? <laughs> not me. Don't put that on me. I just mean it's like the movie that like... I, I'm of a certain age, so I'm going to make my kid watch this. And he loves it, even though he can't make that decision. But I'm making it for him. <laughs> we love watching my neighbor, Totoro. That's well, what this I don't have it. a child, but I okay. liked it. <laughs> oh, I did, too. It's just the baggage of my neighbor, Totoro, I feel like, oh, is sure. palpable. Yeah, I, I think we discussed this like at the time. But I think it would be interesting to talk to a kid who has no... Um, reason to like it and just see what they think <laughs> That's about every it. That's kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like in a blank room with people watching behind a mirror and they're like, hmm, he's not crying when <laughs> Totoro is dying. 
I just really, I want to know if it's like engaging or not. I think it is enough. Yeah. That's fine. The end is so good too. I yeah. like, I feel like that just kind of feels like its own movie, but like when things are getting dour yes. before they turn out to be fine, I think that's like it's really fun. excellent. Yeah. yeah. The sandal. I'm with yeah. you. Uh, yes, this is definitely a, a very good movie. So I think we can put it at the top, right? Yeah. Kiki. Kiki. I don't know what to do about Kiki. Yeah. Um, kind of rough. I would say above or below Castle in the Sky. Yeah, I think above Castle, below Grave. Yeah, that seems fair. I mean, I think it'll continue to move down TBH, but... Like every Ghibli movie, it game. was worse upon revisiting. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so... It's like Childlike Wonder, the movie, again... Yeah, this is maybe the biggest um, gap between perception like, and yeah, like reality. how it had been sold to me versus how I ended up feeling about it. It's like a vibe movie. It's cool that nothing happens. No, see, it's so funny because we're about to look at a different movie that is a vibe movie, <laughs> and it is good that nothing happens. <laughs> but this one, this one stuff is happening. It just sucks. I yeah. Know. It doesn't suck. That's being mm. a little severe, I think. I mean. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like this is close to Miyazaki at the peak of his power almost. And it's like, like he's doing stuff that's interesting in this movie. Yeah. The movie itself is not very interesting. I honestly like hardly remember anything about it. The too. blimp. Yeah. There's a boy on a bicycle who's probably Miyazaki yeah, self-inserting himself the into this love story between children, which is awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the guy at the bread yeah. shop. Yeah, the guy at the bread shop is good. Yeah, so there you go. We put it at the top of the list and we can move on to... No. Only Yesterday. This movie's okay. Yeah, this movie's good. This is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, it's really Uh oh. <laughs> I feel like this might come back to bite me later. I don't know. On this See, I'm not going into it with a number one. Okay. I So I am I'm amenable to <laughs> several options. I I can say this is my favorite on this list. That doesn't necessarily mean it's number one, right? Yeah. I mean if we're saying just best, then Sure. Well, it starts I, to lessen the yeah. favorite conversation, I guess. I also happen to think only yesterday is like a perfect movie, but I guess, yeah. you know, uh, I wish there were more movies of any type of any genre like only yesterday because I would like to watch them. Uh, yeah, it's a very good movie. It is a really good movie. God, I think about it a lot. Yeah. <sighs> what parts do you think about the most? Um, Gosh. I think about her at the end in the rain a lot. Yeah. I think about them driving from the bus station to the farm and him just talking about Scandinavian folk music or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I think about him just like being like, you know, we got to think about farming some more because farming, it's not what you think it is. And it's just like, okay. Yeah. And I also think about the childhood stuff a lot. Yeah. The childhood stuff is so good. Do you when like sunny days or stuff? cloudy days? Yeah. <laughs> When they're dying, the stuff, is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, when she first gets to the farm, mm -hmm. that's, mm -hmm. yeah. Just explaining I mean, that. Yeah, it's a really, 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 really good movie. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of which. 
Yeah. <laughs> we love Michael Keaton. Yeah. I was at a like record movie store yesterday. I don't know what that means, Car. I don't like they had like all sorts of media, including movies. Um and I was checking uh, around for Blu-rays and they had a Porco Rosso. Ooh. Nice. I didn't buy it. <laughs> oh oh. <laughs> Which is to say, I don't think it's so good. Uh, yeah, I, I, it is definitely my go-to derisive Ghibli mention movie, <laughs> if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Um, I don't think it deserves that, I'll say. Yeah, it, it's just so ridiculous, a concept for yeah, a movie that's fun to like pick at it a little bit. But yeah. I, I, I think it's better than like Castle in the Sky, probably, just because it's memorable. Yeah, I was even going to say better than Kiki's Delivery Service. I I might fight you on that car if you're feeling mm. passionate about that choice. I don't feel passionate about it. I like I, I think it's more engaging. And hmm. I think that I would rewatch it at least once in my life and I will probably never rewatch Kiki's delivery service. That's fair. Yeah. Can you promise me that it will move down the list some as we go? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, then we're good. That's fine. Okay. So it's going middle of the pack. Yeah. Porco Rosso is about a pig man who flies a plane and he fights Carrie Elway's, <laughs> the Texan. I forgot Carrie Elway's is in it. And then That's at the end, crazy. fascists show up or something and they're fighting each other. I don't know. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. What, okay. El- what else we got, Car? Ocean waves. I feel like this is going to be kind of a contentious one. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like, you could bucket these. I wonder how many buckets there are here. I would yeah. guess about four. Yeah. And ocean waves is in the okay. only yesterday bucket. But it's huh. worse. I guess so. Only yesterday, I feel like kind of... I know exactly what bucket you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know that I would put only yesterday in it. I think there's definitely other movies on this list like Ocean Waves that are basically better Ocean Waves. I wouldn't say that about only yesterday well, necessarily. Yeah, I, I don't even like the bucket I guess I'm talking about is like non fantastical movie about Drama. youngish people. Like yeah. that's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and that's fine. And I thought Ocean Waves was fine, but I know that that's not the common. <laughs> Although it does have an eighty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which seems unhealthy. But uh, no, Ocean Waves is just like it's like a you know it's like a soap opera basically. Like there's yeah. no, it's like why is this a cartoon even type of thing. But um, the fashion and the way it looked and the general. <laughs> speed and tone of it i was way into even if the plot itself wasn't that spectacular so yeah it's interesting like the, the plot definitely isn't that spectacular but it is pretty engaging like i, yeah. I felt I like i was it. following it yeah exactly it's like an i'd be fine one. with putting it over a porco um okay that's about as high as i would go with it yeah okay there is i would say like quite a gap here still 
Like, right. I, have... <laughs> <laughs> the list so far is only yesterday, My Neighbor Totoro, Grave of the Fireflies, and then the Grand Canyon, <laughs> and then yeah. Ocean Waves, Porco Rosso, Kiki's Delivery Service, Castle in the Sky, and Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. It's so weird that Nausicaa's <laughs> last on this list. But <laughs> it makes a certain kind of sense. Yeah, it does. <sighs> okay. Um, Palm Poco. Rough. This is a really bad movie, I think. Yeah, I think this is pretty close to the bottom of this list, if not the bottom of this list. I'm fine with it being the bottom of the list. I can't imagine ever watching this movie again. That no. would be torturous <laughs> to me, I think. It's so weird because it like could be so fun. You know what I mean? It's our like, guy. It, yeah, it is. What's and, like, he doing? It's silly and it, that's cool and it's about environmentalism and that's cool. But sort of. Yeah, it does. I don't know. It doesn't work for me at all. It's just it's the structurally it's so broken. Like it's so it shouldn't be a movie. Uh, And he ran into that same problem again later on and we'll get there soon. But yeah, Yeah, I don't understand what he was doing here. But uh, Tom Pogos is not a great movie. Not at all. Okay. I feel like that Pompoco deserves the derisive. Um, okay, sure. Stupid this, Ghibli. It's the true Porco Rosso. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Worst Spur of the Heart is the first one going down this list that I forgot what it was. The uh, boy, the, I'm pretty sure this is the Country Roads movie. It is. Okay. Yeah. Luckily, the Wikipedia link when I hover over it, it shows me the um, preview of the cover, so yeah. that was helpful. Okay, yeah. I didn't care for this movie, Car. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. It is ocean now waves, start- but better. Yeah, this is starting to get harder now. Hmm. So you think it is better than ocean waves? <sighs> Again, there's that gulf, though. Like, I sure. Know. Yeah. I, I like me. If I was making this list just myself, I would put it underneath Kiki's probably. Oh, um, really? I just uh, didn't really connect with this movie in any way. See, the one or like maybe two scenes when she's going. um, When she like first goes into whatever that store is where she meets the cat. Yeah. Like some of that stuff was really, really, really cool and like stuck yeah. with me. But then like, yeah, there's the rest of the movie. It is also just hilarious to have a movie framed around a girl writing country rock <laughs> it's so weird insane yeah. and then they like sing it and they're like wow you wrote really good new lyrics to take me home country roads yeah girl in this movie <laughs> that's so insane <laughs> um i would say like i'm cool with it i would say on either side of porco rosso i think i liked it more than porco rosso okay I'm cool with that. I also didn't like it at all. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it was better than that. That's funny. (laughs) What's up next, Car? Um, Oh, oh, wait. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Princess Mononoke. Okay, this is a very good movie. Yes. Very good movie. Yeah, this is so weird. I just, like, don't feel anything about it. Yeah, it's... Tough because it's maybe the one I've seen the most, so it was mm. definitely not very impactful as part of this process. Yeah. But the first time I saw it, I was like, dang, that's a good movie. It looks so cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I just wish I had gotten more emotionally engaged in it. See, I think there's like this residual. It's just one of those movies where I think people. You know, genuinely or not ascribe it this kind of like, yeah, like this huge like impact. Yeah. And I think if you go into it expecting that it can be a little rough because a lot of it doesn't. Even like I do, I don't know if I could pick at a point where it's like it impacted me in that way at all. Like even got close to it. Uh, yeah. But I know that does but, happen. Like I think this is a very impactful movie for people. Yeah, I. But it's not even like on that scale. Like it just emotionally. Oh gosh, it just emotionally didn't do anything. Like yeah. I felt more watching Ocean Waves than I did. Wow. Okay. Uh, Part I of it was I was angry at Ocean Waves. <laughs> I think this is definitely a better movie than Ocean Waves. Yes, though. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would... I I feel like a villain, but I would maybe put it below My Neighbor Totoro. Yeah, I think that's completely fair. Yeah. Okay. Because I think My Neighbor Totoro holds up better... I don't mean to look at this all through the like lens of rewatching these movies, but I think my yeah. neighbor Totoro has more to go back to, at least for me. I completely agree. I like I the balance in maybe like at least the Miyazaki Ghibli movies seems to be like how super cool his world building is, yeah. and then like the emotional impact of the characters and the plot. Right. And I feel like we're like my neighbor Totoro does a better job of that. And there's one other one on this list that I think trumps both of them. But I think like Princess Mononoke maxes out the looks cool part. Sure. But at least just for me, like doesn't hit the other part as much as my neighbor Totoro does. Yeah. I mean, Mononoke is basically like, let's make Nausicaa again, but good. Yeah, but even, like, just the main character is nothing, right? Like, he's yeah, just totally. a nothing person. His arms and are, it's like, like squiggly, squiggly, <laughs> And, like, the arm being squiggly is cool. Yeah. But he's nothing. Like, there's yeah. nothing there at and all. And she's not really anything either, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like, allegorical. The whole movie is kind of vague. So it's just kind of right. like this haze. But, I mean, it's, yeah, as a work of art, it's, like, beautiful and incredible that they made it. But Yeah. Not my favorite movie. Sames. Okay. What else are we working with, Car? My Neighbors the Yamadas. Christ! This is such a cool looking movie. It is very cool looking in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. But, Which uh, is fun. Wouldn't call it good. I wouldn't call it bad either. I would call it a strong fine. Call it very boring. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> a very boring, fine, good-looking movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember watching this one like pretty early in the morning, and that yeah. felt exactly right. <laughs> sure, it's, it's like Saturday like, morning cartoons, sort of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Time is passing. Um, I don't know. Like, I would say above or below ocean waves? Question mark. Uh, I didn't like it that much, I guess. Oh, really? There's so much that just feels like dead air. Yeah. In your mind. It's like, it's just not going anywhere. And that's the point. Like, it's not, 
it's so episodic that it doesn't have any kind of arc to it. So it's just kind of like either this segment is hitting or it's not hitting. And I felt like a couple of them hit, but there was a lot that didn't hit. And it's just like. Yeah. It was just so cool to see a different art style, too. Like, what we're at number, this will be 12. So, like, going into a 12th one where it's like, oh, this looks completely different than anything we've seen so far. It was true. Really, really refreshing. So I guess that might be uh, making it better in my mind just for that reason. But yeah. that's probably not a fair assessment of how good it is overall. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So where would you put um, it? Like below ocean waves? Maybe? I love that ocean waves has become the barometer. <laughs> yeah. I expected ocean waves to be at like the bottom of the list, but it's like the... The cap of the bad movies. Yeah, that is really strange. Um, <laughs> this feels sort of like when we did the scary movies last year, where yeah. it was just like suddenly we're with we're looking at this list that doesn't entirely make sense, but it, it kind of does. It feels good at the time, though, and that's all. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I would put a below. That seems fair. Okay. All right, we're doing it. Where do oh, we go yeah. next, Car? Spirited away. Okay, this might be a tough one. Yeah, I I was so open going into this journey for Spirited Away to not... Well, you know, I still okay. don't think it will maybe be the... Uh, go on. Okay, so Spirited Away, I think, is the perfect balance of what I mentioned earlier with Miyazaki, where it's, like, beautiful to look at and it has a great emotional arc at the heart of it. Yeah. Um... And I think it does something that, like, it, like it just, it, that world is, like, the coolest. And part of it is for sure informed by seeing it when I was young. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of these, almost every single other one of these movies I hadn't seen as a child. But I don't, th- that world is just, like, the best. Like, I don't think we get better than that. There's one instance I think we do, but I understand your point, Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm also thinking of Ponyo. I'm assuming you're thinking of Ponyo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like no, we're Ponyo not there is, yet. Yeah, but and Ponyo is also... A good majority of it is not in, like, the cool world. Or, like, the yeah. fantastical world. That's what world. I like about it, though. I know, I like that, too. But I think there is something to be said for the fact that, like, where he fails to ground something like Nausicaa, yeah. Like, that just feels like nothing. Like, there's no so, like, sense of how the world works. Yeah. The cool thing about this is, like, there's, like, an economy and yeah. there's... Clients like, and... Yeah, a function yeah. to all of this Shifts. in a way that's, like, super understandable. And yeah. I just think that's super, super cool. I agree. Yeah. I'm with you on that. And so what do we do with it? Can we put it... I mean, I assume the argument is either above or below only yesterday, right? Yes. Can we put it next to only yesterday and revisit that? I was thinking that? the same. Okay. Thank you. Okay. We'll come back to you spirited away. I know. And this is like a, I feel like we get into this conversation every time we make a list and it's such a like, we're going to have to assign one or the other, but they yeah. just feel so different from yeah. each other that like really sucks to have to do that. But I mean, elephant in the room is that spirited away is the obvious, like, we could just stop right now and put Spirit Away yeah. and we'd be every ranking of Ghibli movies and be like, yep, that's the correct answer. Yeah. We'll come it back. It might to be. It. <laughs> we'll come back. Okay, sounds good. Cat Returns is bad. <laughs> yeah, really bad, Car. Like, really bad. 
me the worst, I would say. Um, I liked it more than Pompoko. Okay. <laughs> I really did not care for Pompoko. Yeah, that's fair. Ah, this movie is so bad. You know what? Actually, no, you're right. Pompoko was better now that I think about it. The Cat Returns has nothing going for no, it. No, it's at really all. awful. It is so <laughs> family video free children's movie section bullcrap. And it's girl falling in love with old cat man. Like, it's well, just... Yeah, what a, well, yeah. Anne Hathaway falling in love with a cat yeah. and turning into a cat. Yeah. The end. And it looks awful. It looks so bad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Bye, Cat Returns. Bye, Cat Returns. <laughs> Bye, Cat Returns. <laughs> okay. Um, Howl's Moving Castle. Okay. 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 I think Howl's Moving Castle kind of fails at whatever it's trying to do, but I mm-hmm. think it is a very cool looking world. Uh, and I think the voice acting is good in the English dub, which I don't know if that's a factor, but I think the casting was all great. Mm-hmm. I would agree. But it ain't my favorite, but it's also not my least favorite. Yeah, I would put it probably above Ocean Waves. I just completely, every time I watch it, I completely lose interest about halfway through. Like, (laughs) I've probably seen the first half four times as many times as I've seen the entire movie. Because it's just like, there's no, there's no antagonist, you know, there's no, it's just like, what is happening? And then it resolves sort of at the end. And you're like, oh, okay. There is something upsetting about the idea of putting it below Ocean Waves because... Because we don't like Ocean Waves. Well, Ocean Waves has no ambition. It's just like, here's a melodrama about some teens that has like a cool vibe to it. Like, God, the vibe is so cool, though. The vibe is cool. Pastels. I, it truly feels like an effort thing where it's like, I want to give an A for effort on yeah. Ocean Castle. But I don't want to give an A for effort on Ocean Waves. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't really care too much if it goes above or yeah, below. I would, but put, I would it put it above or below. Huh? I'd say above. Okay. All right. There you I mean, go. really, Owl. a lot of... there. The good parts of Howl's Moving Castle are way better than the good parts of Ocean Waves. Yes. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And the bad parts are both bad in both movies, so... Yeah. You know. Yeah, no. Okay. Okay. Um, Tales from Earth Sea is bad. It is bad, but I think it's at least better than The Cat Returns, if not Pompoko. I would put it above The Cat Returns and not Pompoko. Eh, I don't really care. Yeah, that, These no, all suck works. so hard. Yeah, we're in like the dregs. We don't need to. Uh, I don't think it's as bad as its reputation necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I think we can confidently say that it sucks to be the son of yeah, and one of like the most beloved animators of all time. <laughs> yes. Like, he didn't even want to direct, and they're just like, well, <laughs> but it's your name. Like, all right, well, fine. Here's a bad movie. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm going to put it between our two. I've forgotten two the name of the wind. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, Ponyo. Hello? 
Hello. Hello. Ponyo is a very good movie. Yes. I love Ponyo. Yeah, Ponyo's just the cutest, best thing in the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> You're Maybe right. this is a fair, like, if the idea is my neighbor Totoro is supposed to be like a child's world. Yes. It feels like Ponyo is the one that actually does that. Right, because it grounds it in something recognizable. At least that's how I feel about it. And I just think it's, like, so colorful and, like, lively and playful. Yeah. And, like, Sama Totoro is like that, but Totoro is also about, a, it feels like very different stuff. And yeah. Ponyo can truly just be, like, about kids, like, sort of growing up in a cool way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the parents and Totoro are basically a non-factor through the whole movie, whereas right. I feel like Ponyo has this very strong uh, mother-son relationship at the heart of it. Yeah. That's way more interesting to me than the lack of that. <laughs> like, they don't really replace right. that with anything in Totoro. It's just, it's not really about that, but I find Ponyo more interesting. I mean, the mom in Ponyo is maybe, like... The best part of Ponyo. Yeah. Like, she's so cool. <laughs> well, it's just like, you know, they don't need to make her sick or away or right. anything. She's like yep. a major factor and she's taking care of these kids. And it's like, right. it's nice because <laughs> that doesn't happen a lot in these movies. Yeah. And I I mean, like, yeah, I really is a guess about the parent-child relationship, like Ponyo and her mom and dad. And yeah. Doing Which maybe signals. makes it even more enjoyable to adults. Like, I feel like yeah. that is a more relatable thing once you're older, but I do feel like kids would like this a lot. Like, it's just so fun. It's so fun. It is fun. It's so cute. It's paced <laughs> really well. It doesn't really like totally drop off. Yes, completely. What do we do about it? Oh, let's put it next to like, we'll just have like five <laughs> movies at the top next to each other. Um, I like it more than Totoro. I can say that. Yeah, much. for sure. Yeah. I'm cool putting it. At our current, like, number two spot. Okay. Sort of number three, I guess. Okay. All right. Now we have Arietti, which is my derisive <laughs> <laughs> choice. Yeah, Arietti doesn't have a whole lot going on to it. I mean, the sound design was... Mwah, mwah. Yeah. Other than that, I got nothing. I mean, it's a nice looking movie, but, you know. Yeah. We said that about every single one of these movies. So it's not really <laughs> yeah. Factor at some point, so <laughs> except for the cat one, the cat one doesn't get cat that. one doesn't look very good. <laughs> no. Could use some of that Arietti magic going on. Yeah. The Arietti magic. Uh, uh, no, I don't I, know. They've done this exact movie better even since then, so I don't. Yeah, I don't feel anything about Arietti. It could go wherever. I would say maybe like second to last. Oh Jesus. Um no, I thought it was better than Earthsea. Oh, okay. Uh, I would put it maybe below Nausicaa, personally. Okay, that works for me. About okay. Pompoko. Yeah. It had right. moments of interest to it. It was just not a... It didn't hold together as a movie. I'm going to call everything from Arietti and below the stinker zone. Okay. <laughs> the rock block. Yeah, it's okay. not where you want to be. I'm just looking at that list and it is bad. Like, I got you a box set of the worst Ghibli movies. Yeah. No, they're good. They're from Japan. Yeah. God. They're terrible. 
terrible movies. Okay. From Up on Poppy Hill. Okay. I think this is the underdog on this list. I think this was a good movie. Um, Goro's a genius, and we celebrate him every day, and this is one of the best movies ever made. Car, your thoughts? It's definitely not one of the best movies ever mm, made. But, mm, but no, mm, I think you might be wrong, Car. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think so. this is the Poppy Hill that I'm going to die on. Ooh, very good. <laughs> no, I, I really like this movie, uh, but it's not, you know, the best, but I am of the opinion that it is good. Yeah, I would say it's good. It's not a stinker. It's not um, a stinker. No. I would say, I would say somewhere in like the ocean waves through Wisp uh, no, I would say just somewhere around my neighbors, the Yamadas and Ocean Waves. I like this more than Howl's Moving Castle. Oh really? Yes. I th- I, I like def- I I liked the entirety of this movie, you know. Like I thought mm. this was good. This is where I'm coming from. This is the Anton, or what's that guy's name? Why do I always forget it? Yelchin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. always think I'm naming like a politician when I say yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Boris Yeltsin? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, it is good. Okay. Huh. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Car. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be okay with it, I guess, above Howells. Well, no, I mean, it's a, this is not a, I don't have full control or anything, but I'm yeah. just saying I, to maybe counteract your indifference, I'm just saying that I am into this movie and what it's doing. Yeah. It is, yeah, like, it, I don't think I would rewatch it, but I would recommend it. Sure. In a way that I would not recommend mm-hmm. Ocean Waves. Right. So it's definitely above that. It just feels like... If you if you were going through the Ghibli stuff, I feel like this is a nice little pick me up where it's like, oh, well, and it's cool that it's like Goro doing a good movie. Yes. Which is right. awesome. Yes, that is good. It, like, especially with the way this ends. It feels good that right. like he got to prove himself. The fluke. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, but anywhere in that range is fine. I just uh, I wanted to give it its propers. I'm OK with it going above Howl. Howl okay. doesn't. I'm not. Don't have a huge skin in the game for that one. Oh boy! What's Arietti doing there again? <laughs> I, know, I, know, I, know, I know. I know. I know. Two Ariettis. What a dream come true? <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. Um, the wind rises. God, are we there already? We're like at the end. Yeah. People are dying. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought this was kind of overrated. I don't know. I it didn't do much for me. I thought I thought it was pretty darn good. Like it's definitely I, yeah, it's like better than bad. Yeah, and it did feel like a nice non swan song swan song. Yeah, you gotta like stop a, doing the come on Miyazaki. Either <laughs> give it up or don't, dude. Um, yeah, it like it, there's something very heartwarming about him getting to make a movie that feels like entirely him. Um, even though you could probably argue that for all of the movies he's made, but this really feels like exactly what he wants to do. I didn't, I like the like historical nonfiction slash fiction part of it. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think they kind of mix that stuff in kind of a gross way, but yeah. Yeah. Like tell this dude's story or don't, you know? Yeah. 
I don't know. That part is kind of the part that didn't sit well with me. <laughs> but uh, I mean, as a summation of this man's life in art, I think it's by that I mean Miyazaki. Uh, I think yeah. it's yeah, it's like a touching kind of send off. But uh, there's another one of those that I thought was way better that we'll talk about in a second. So yeah, it's like. Mm. So I would say maybe like below. I would say above or below Princess Mononoke. I think Mononoke is better. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. Are you cool with Above the Grave of the Fly- Fireflies? Yes. Okay. Let's do it. I mean, personally, okay. I think I like Fireflies more, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it doesn't. It's fine. It kind of. Uh, hmm. It kind of feels like if I had watched Grave of the Fireflies more recently, yeah, this might not look like this. Yeah, it is also just like I, I it's not fair to hold it against the movie because it's just what the movie is. But Grave of the Fireflies is just so freaking depressing. <laughs> like, yeah, it really is a movie that just like with great like a uh, impact and it makes sense to tell the story and like someone has to tell the story. It is just like tugging every single one of your heartstrings in such a strong way. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like wind rises when the thing happened and he's sad. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm fine with uh, it. Car where it's at. Okay. Princess or tale of princess Kaguya. I like this movie. Kaguya. quite a bit. Yeah. It's a really, really good movie. I think it's forever tied to The Wind Rises in a kind of sad way, but uh, I prefer it over that film. Mm-hmm. Even though I think it's probably, I mean, it's like, I don't know. Like, it is boring at some point. Like, it's not an exciting movie, but uh, what it's trying to do is very touching, I think. And, like, if you can ignore that the middle 40 minutes is not great, there's a lot of really good movie around that. I don't know. I just also, like, even if the middle 40 doesn't meet the heights of, like, the stuff around it, I still think it's a good middle 40. You know, like, yeah, I, it's, it's I'm good. fine with it being a little bit boring. It just, like, yeah, I think this is a really, really, really good movie. This is maybe the most surprising or something. Like, yeah. I just, I didn't really know what I was in for. Um, and I was kind of blown away by it. And I really haven't heard or hadn't heard anything about it going into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, this is the great swan song. I think that you were referring to. Yes. Yeah. What a way to go. Yeah. It's incredible. It's just, yeah, it's incredible. I don't know. Right. It feels so like a kind of like a story that only someone who was maybe getting up there in their years and like had all of this life experience could yeah. or should tell like, I, yeah, it's just beautifully rounded and very, very nice. We don't get a lot of these, I think. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, Um, I would say like above or below Totoro. Yeah, I think above for me. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Below Ponyo. And part of that, I think is there's like this secondary aspect to this list where it's like, like, people know what Totoro is. It doesn't need to be celebrated the same way. It's like, you know, 
not that it matters, but it's just like, yeah, my neighbor told her all I want. Yeah. Everybody knows it's a good movie. Like it doesn't, <laughs> you know, it's not exciting to talk yeah. about it. It's just like, whatever. Yeah. There's a big beastie. There's a cat bus, you know. There's a cat bus. The cat bus. Barnes and Noble. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I already feel a regret about when Rise is above Great but Fireflies. Can I change it? <laughs> sure. I feel regret. I feel anger at you. Cool. The no list has been corrected. Now it's perfect and we can move on. When Marnie was there. Another good surprise. Yeah, I really like this movie. Yeah, me too. It was like really good. This yeah. is I um a very good balance of some like fairy tale type mm-hmm. vibes mm-hmm. while remaining extremely grounded throughout in a really nice way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if the last two movies are like the end of an era, I think this was a really good path forward for the studio. Yeah. Totally. It's like we can tell kind of more complex stories, but kind of retain that whimsy that we're mm-hmm. known for. Um, and I think the story is very touching and I think the vibes are good. And just a knockout ending. Like, really, 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 really good ending. Kind of like psychedelic, like, end of 2001 sort of kind of just, like, stuff breaking (laughs) down in a cool way. Yeah. But it's also got, like, this very grounded character set that they're working through. So it's like... Yes. Very good. Is this the one that has the really bad song at the end? Yes, it does. No, that's (laughs) Ponyo. Ponyo, Ponyo. No, the Ponyo song is cute. Okay, sure. Um, I would say like maybe. Oh gosh, it's tough now. We have like a yeah. really a larger good chunk at the top here. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I would say maybe above Wind Rises. Yeah, I think Grave of the Fireflies is probably better, but I think I like this one more. Yeah. I think my opinion of Grave of the Fireflies as a movie is less than how I feel about it as like a statement or like, uh, like I have a lot of respect for Grave of the Fireflies. I just didn't like watching it very much. Yeah. Uh, God, I just can't think that much about Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah. Like montage (sighs) at the end where the sisters just like hanging out. I like Marnie more than Fireflies, I guess, is where I stand. Okay. But I could see Hmm. either place. That's the fight we're having, right? It's below or above. Yeah. I feel like it kind of has to be below. Who's telling you that, Carly? Break the shackles of conformity. I don't think, like, I think Grave of the Fireflies the entire way through is very good. Yeah. I think that Marnie has like swelling moments, but yeah. maybe isn't like an even movie. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that, Carl. Okay. Go. Okay. Um, t- one more. <laughs> hey. Oh, two more, actually, Car, because we have an unresolved problem. Oh, at the that's top right. Of that's our right. List. Okay. Earwig and the Witch. Very bad. Oh. Carl was making dinner while she watched it so we can put it in the middle of the list. (laughs) It was 
smashing potatoes. Um, <laughs> I guess like it, yeah, uh, it's in the stinker chunk. To put it above any movie feels wrong to me. No, I think it absolutely goes above the cat returns. It's so bad though. <laughs> just acknowledge that it's so bad and you can do whatever you want with it but I just need you to say Earwig and the Witch is a very bad movie Car, I need you to say this to me right now please Earwig and the Witch is a pretty bad movie <laughs> no you're edging stop edging there's nothing to be gained from this Carly. I didn't hate it in a way that I hated The Cat Returns what if Anne Hathaway was voicing Earwig? I love Anne Hathaway. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's fine, Cara. I don't care. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> it feels better, too, that the cat returned to the bottom instead of... Yeah, it's a very bad movie. Yeah. Look at Goro moving up the list. Tales from Earthsea. <laughs> Good on you. Okay. Only yesterday, spirited away. How can we compare two perfect films? Yeah. I would honestly be happy with either outcome here. I'm not so, um, you know, grounded in spirited away that I wouldn't recognize only yesterday as a great, as the great. Right. No. I wish I could see only yesterday from the perspective of someone else. (laughs) What do you mean? It just, it feels so in sync with like my thought processes and my experience of living life that I would be curious to see it, you know, outside that purview. Yeah. I think I have a similar experience with like several of my most favorite movies. Yeah. Like, I think about Columbus and, like, how much that movie means to me. And it, like, to, <laughs> to many other people, it's like, oh, yeah, that was a good indie movie. And, like, that's it. Right. And then they never think about it again. But right. to me, it, like, <laughs> affected the entire way I think. And, like, right. it felt like it was made for me or something. Right. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, I definitely don't feel that way about Spirited Away. Yeah. Yeah, like Spirited Away is not. It's like a blockbuster. It's like, it's like, oh, this is a cool movie. Well, it's also like I think it has maybe the easiest entry point of all time, which isn't yeah. like a disparaging thing. It's just true. Like you're a kid in a new environment, right. and like the kid is charming, so it makes it pretty easy to get um on board versus only yesterday it just like depends on how much you relate to the main character or not i think yeah well i don't know my appreciation of only yesterday is definitely dependent on that but i don't know if that's a requirement to like no that's true Yeah, yeah yeah i don't know but uh I guess just only yesterday has this arc that is perfect to me whereas spirited away has this arc that goes up till the midpoint of the movie and then like there's an earthquake and the arc is like and you can't really tell what's going on anymore but there's a sad train scene that's very good so i don't know like the third act of spirited away i think is not great yes i think okay so that's a very fair point like i think only yesterday doesn't really have any down moments like 
there may be less exciting moments, but everything feels like very purposeful and yeah. like it, it works so well all together, especially like the way that they frame memory. Um, where Spirited Away, I think probably has higher or some higher highs if we're like talking about the idea of world building and everything. Um, yeah. But it definitely, it has like, I guess, moments of failure, maybe. Sure. But again, we're talking about, is this the best or the second best? Yeah. You know, like Spirited Away is still an incredible movie. Uh, yeah. But to make my position known, I think only yesterday is the top to me anyway. Let's put only yesterday number one. Woo! Dare to be different. Farming! <laughs> I like that outcome. I think that's good. Take your hotel management and get out of here. We're into farming now. <laughs> that's awesome. Don't worry. It's still about a little girl. Yes, but Can't sometimes get away. she's older. Woo! Woo! Okay. Woo! The little Do boy you want to read it? You can read a car. You've been running the show. I would start Holy at the bottom, though. cow. Okay. Well, here's what I'll call the stinker zone, okay. which goes from the cat returns at P-U. the worst. <laughs> Earwig and the Witch, Tales from Earthsea, Pompoco, and Arietti. I would say that's the stinker zone. Really? You're throwing Arietti in there. That's, yeah. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> I really didn't like That's rough, Arietti. dude. That's rough. <laughs> well, the crow one and then we eager. have, then we have, I would say, my personal, like. The shelf. It's the cliffside. If you have a lot of hours, I do that. You aren't super invested in making them worth it. <laughs> That's my life. Go on. <laughs> and I would say this next chunk of movies is for you. Wow, car. And they're all like of a single. Like it's in chronological order, basically, as we go up this list. That's true. Uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Yeah. Castle in the Sky, Kiki's yeah. Delivery Service, yeah. Porco Rosso. I yeah. would cut it off there. Whisper of the Heart is definitely in that exact same boat, but okay. No. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we have, hey, this is a little interesting. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> that's the next category. <laughs> oh, that's the bucket we're into now? Is, yeah. Huh. Hmm. Look at this. This is something. Well, what the hell uh, am I looking at? <laughs> and that's Porco Rosso, Whisper of the Heart, My Neighbors, the Yamadas, Ocean Waves, and Howl's Moving Castle. Really? You're throwing Howl's in there? Yeah, I think so. Huh. Then we have... <laughs> hey! <laughs> I don't know yeah. about these categorizations. <laughs> The stinker is the only one that I had queued up ahead of time. (laughs) This was not scripted. (laughs) Clearly. Um, So then we have from up on Poppy Hill, the wind rises. (laughs) I'm trying to think where it cuts off. When Marnie was there, Grave of the Fireflies. So your response to Grave of the Fireflies is, hey. Oh, God. I don't know. Hey! I'm going to stop with the bucketing now. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. We're at Grave of the Fireflies, then yeah. we're going up to top tier, which I guess is a bucket. Princess Mononoke, <laughs> My Neighbor Totoro, The Tale of Princess Kaguya, Ponyo, Spirited Away, and Only Yesterday. Woo! Woo! 
Who knew that three years ago when we started this process, <laughs> this would be our top three? I did. Yeah, kind of. I knew it. I mean, once we knew that only yesterday was good, I feel like it all settled. Those into are the place. top three. Yeah, I would say if I'm looking, the only other surprise then is the Tale of Princess. Is it Kaguya or Kaguya? Kaguya. I think it's Kaguya. Um, I feel like everything sort of eight up or seven up, um, all the rest of that makes sense. But that one I did not see coming. Heads up seven up. I thought uh, Marnie was there was a big surprise for me and Poppy Hill was a pleasant surprise for me. But yeah, otherwise it's kind of depressing how much of this process was terrible or not terrible, but very underwhelming and saddening. I do like knowing... All of this. Uh, Bruce is scratching. I can hear that. Yeah, Brucey, stop, please. We love Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, the cat returns. so slow. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I like knowing all the directors and, like, how it all shook out and everything. Yeah. I think that's fun. It's nice to not have to watch any of these again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't disagree. <laughs> Uh, thanks car yeah <laughs> have you uh given any thought to our next series oh we floated that one time one right yeah i don't know okay <laughs> well we uh, should we disclose what we're doing for spooky season sure we're watching the alien movie plus prometheus that counts so does alien covenant well alien covenant's an alien movie so it's Prometheus. But it doesn't say alien. It says Prometheus. Well, that's fine. I know. But why did they do that? It's so stupid. Because <laughs> Alien Covenant is a pretty direct sequel to Prometheus, is it not? Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So their naming is kind of wonky, but it's fine. It's fine. We're going to watch them all and rank them, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm going to be the... Uh, opposing force in these conversations because Michael will also be there and I feel like your and Michael's tastes align more than ours do. I mean, if you can just open your eyes and see that Prometheus is... I'm not even talking about Prometheus, you know? (laughs) I'm not even talking about Prometheus. Yeah, that might be fair. Okay, well, we'll, uh, we don't need to... Yeah, let's get that alien thing out of the way and then we can talk about what our next... Yeah, I I could use some time to... Think about, absolutely, um, absolutely. The right direction to go. Speaking of time, we're already over an hour into this podcast. Do you want to do kind of a rapid fire, uh, normal <laughs> podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's okay. talk brats. Oh yeah, I forgot we have other movies. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, now I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought this was a pretty dang good one of these. No, it's not. It is, and I'll tell you what, Car. I watched it with Krista and. I floated a theory pretty early on, okay. pretty early on, that pretty. they knew exactly what they were doing and yes. they nailed it. And she disagreed with me, but I don't think you can have a high school movie with like mimes and clowns wandering around in the background <laughs> and not know exactly what you're making. And I think that's what I, happened. The moment where that was cemented for me, and I don't want to be disrespectful in the way that I talk about was this. Was it Luku Karacha? No, okay. that's another... Well, yeah, which is to say there's some stuff in this movie that feels... Bratastic. Offensive. <laughs> yeah, I would say so, yeah. 
Um, the handling of the scene between Yasmin and the deaf boy at the beginning, where they have an exchange, and then there's the most dramatic music and um, direction I've ever seen in response to something like that. I like laugh so freaking hard, and I've rewatched it on YouTube several times. It's so bonkers. Like, that was when I felt like either they know what they're doing or they are They're like an insane. idiot savant type <laughs> yeah. thing. Just like, yeah. Uh, yeah, when the uh, deaf man is, like, being, um, like, getting the experience of turntablism from the teacher, yeah. I was just, I was floating, Car. This movie's great. It just feels, like, they just... None of it feels like how anyone has ever reacted to anything. Like it's no, so yeah. inhuman. It's there's that's nothing the natural about it. <laughs> I really think that's the point. And I think it's this beautiful disaster. And I love yeah. kind of watching it. Like I I don't think it's a great movie, but I think I don't know how someone can take the time out of their day to watch the Bratz movie and come away with the opinion that like, oh, this was like a one star movie. It wasn't very good. Like not to give them that voice. I'm sorry. That oh, well, I didn't care for this movie. It was a one star movie. Like you're not. You, I think if you're gonna watch movies, you have to be willing to interface with bad movies just as much as you interface with good movies. And I think you have to come away with something from this movie. And I did. See, I think it is a one-star movie is the thing. Like, I think that is true. No, I think it really, really is. It like, is, I think it is bad. It's bad because that's what it is, but they knew what it was. Um, well, okay, so uh, where I might disagree is, like, I don't know if they know how... Okay, so the unspoken, <laughs> un- unspoken other piece of this is yes. that it Brad is stalls. a complete ripoff of several other team yeah, movies, movie. made in this time period. They knew what they were they doing. They saw High School Musical, they made another High School Musical. They saw Mean Girls, they yep. brought in Mean Girls. She's they All saw, That is in there. Yeah, Cheetah Girls Cheetah is Girls in there. Cheetah Girls for sure. Like, they're just picking little pieces of these movies and putting them together. Yes. And that... <laughs> it works! Because it's this nightmare know. view of this entire genre. Yeah. I, it's like John subversive. I don't know. The part where the the lunch tray falls on the girl and like five pounds of spaghetti lands on her <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> that doesn't happen by accident. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, this movie is. There's more to this movie than what you're. Really, you, uh, you just got. Are you? Were you paying attention, Carl? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> When we rank the Bratz movies, this is going at the top. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cuckoo. Yeah, it was an experience. And good or not, I had a great time with it. So that's... <laughs> yes, I did have fun watching it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I said early on in yes. the like chunk of time that this next movie is the worst of the three. I stand firm with that. What is it even called? The one that I chose? Oops, we're trapped in a bathroom. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what it's called, to be honest. It was called, We Need to Do Something. Yeah. 
I feel kind of uh, the same way. I think they knew exactly what they were doing, and I really like this movie. Okay, so there is this phenomenon do, 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 of <laughs> this type of movie. Like, I've seen okay. a couple other ones like this now, which okay. are these horror movies mm-hmm. that are made on a budget, mm-hmm. but feel like they're taking themselves really seriously. Okay. In a way that is so off-putting to me. Like, I really don't like how... I don't... The balance of trying to touch on, like, really emotional and, like, terrible stuff. Like, this alcoholic father who's, like, maybe the worst person in the entire world. With, like, everything else that's going on in this movie. It just, like, super grosses me out. Okay. And it feels like... Like this, I don't mean to disparage um, this wonderful streaming service, but it feels like a shutter phenomenon where it's like, it, yeah. there's all these types of movies that end up there that are like, again, Man. cheap to make and they can throw in some really fun horror elements. Like I yeah. mentioned to you that the dog the talking dog is, fantastic, yeah. is so freaking cool. But then there's everything else about this movie, which I think really sucks. And like yeah. the, I, I'm normally pretty cool with a cliffhanger ending or whatever. Like, I enjoy those. I thought it was, like, honestly unforgivable here. Like, I was so... It's fine to have a cliffhanger where it's like, oh, you have some ideas about what something could be and, like, you're left to ruminate on that. This was like, oh, we're going to introduce every single conception of, like, what could be happening on the outside of this room and give you nothing for it. Like, it just... I don't know. Yeah. Um... I feel like other movies have done that are guilty of this exact same thing. You know, like the ending didn't strike me as like unforgivable. It was just like, oh, they're doing this ending type of thing. I I think it was especially because of all of the random stuff that you hear. Right. So like if they hadn't had it where at some point you can hear like gunshots. That was so good, though. Oh, Kara, I don't know. I like that. That would have been so cool if, like, that made sense at all with the other stuff that was happening. Right. Yeah. But it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, what was this for? I don't know. I mean, the all the witch stuff is abysmal. Yes, of course. Terrible. Just like, what are you doing? Yeah. I've never been more flabbergasted at, like... A movie suddenly becoming something else and just like not knowing how to do that at all. It was yes. so weird. Absolutely. Pat Healy losing his absolute mind in this room with a snake. I I was so on board. I was entertained. I was interested. Yeah. He was sucking the alcohol out of Sani wipes and then he went blind. <laughs> <laughs> But he's like still really angry and still kind of looking at people like maybe he's not blind, actually. Uh, Yeah. No, I don't know. There's yeah. Parts of this movie are terrible beyond just the witch stuff, which is terrible squared. Uh, But there's these spikes of just like where the movie kind of like goes crazy for a couple seconds. And there were enough of those where I was like, I respect it. Yeah, I think, like, totally. Like, they're, yeah, the strong moments are super strong. I think it's just, like, when a movie, I'm so okay with bad horror movies. Like, This is different. 
I know what you're this saying. Is different. This is different. Yeah. yeah. This is like. This is like, it's not campy. It's not, or at least not in the way that you want like a campy horror movie oh, to be. Oh, I don't be. know. The snake is pretty campy where it's just like on a string basically. And they're like, ah, snake. Yeah. I just like, I don't know. There's, it's sort of trying to be hereditary and something else. And like, yeah, yeah. it just like kind of freaks me out. I don't know. Yes. Um, I thought the main lady was really, really good. She was also in The Vast of Night, which I realized afterwards. And she was also excellent in that movie. So it'd be fun if she just makes like a bunch of horror movies. Hopefully some that are better than this one. But yeah. Yeah. The witch lady was some of the worst acting in a movie I've Mm -hmm. ever seen in my entire life. It was fascinating. Yeah. Really bad. (laughs) It's just incredibly bad (laughs) acting. (laughs) It's fun to see acting that bad because you don't see it that often <laughs> yeah that's true um the bathroom was really cool yeah it's such a non-standard bathroom yeah in so many ways yeah i like that they put the toilet on the bucket i was like oh that's smart yeah <laughs> um the, the dad dropping the cell phone outside the door and like no one really yeah. trying to get it for a long time was <laughs> the most hilarious thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh i dropped it okay. Dad, why did you drop my cell phone <laughs> yeah sorry yeah um yeah done talking about that movie huh okay yeah. <laughs> okay um, what would you like to talk about next um, I'll just hit a couple of big ones. Please. I watched Titan, if that's how you yes. say it. I don't how know if that's how you say it. It was so cool. Like yes. I, <laughs> uh, okay. So this is by the director of Raw. We love Raw. Raw is a great we movie. We love Raw so much. Cannibalism. Cannibalism movie. Um, this, I don't want to say like hardly anything about it. The log line that Please. I think is fair to say is this. A young woman has sex with a car and it just sort of goes from there. Oh, naturally, Um, yes. Yeah. It's one of those movies. (laughs) So it goes in so many interesting, unexpected, emotional, like crazy, crazy, crazy directions um, and ends up being just such a a touching movie. A thrill ride. It's... I don't know. I, there's something about how this director balances total absurdity, especially in this movie. Like, Raw is absurd in, like, sort of the horror movie way. And, like, the fact that she's at this veterinary school with, like... Where raves are happening constantly. Yeah, where raves reason. are happening and everyone's, like, psychotic. Um yes. This one is bonkers in, like, the more traditional bonkers way, I guess. Cool. Like, things are just happening constantly that are shocking and, like... It was the type of thing where I was at the theater and, like, people would gasp and then laugh. And then, like, it was just you don't know how to react to all of it sort of thing. But all of that is balanced with, like, (laughs) these beautiful, beautiful allegories about many different things. And we'll get into what they are for this one because, again, I don't want to spoiler. But, like, I just think it's incredible. Like, it's kind of doing... The opposite of what I just talked about for the last movie, where it's like they actually are balancing, like, again, like craziness with emotionally profound things. And, like, I think Raw still, Raw still, like, leagues above this one for me, just in really, 
Yeah, I, like the emotional stuff in Raw spoke to me way more than yeah. um, the emotional stuff in this one. But I also think I want to rewatch this a few times because so much of the first experience was just, again, like that shock and holy yeah. crap was happening sort of thing. Um, I think it would be a really valuable rewatch, but I just like, I felt so energized after this. Like it was such a fun experience and like, I don't know. It's just, it's, she's one of those filmmakers where it's like, it's really, really cool that she's making movies and like people are watching them and stuff. And she'll make a Marvel movie soon and that'll be cool. No, no, (laughs) no. And Raw Lady is in it, which I was wondering if she was going to be, it was fun to see her. But not the main character as a... No. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Titan. Sure. Okay. What else, Car? Um, what else? So I moved and I watched a bunch of comfy movies. Oh. Um, for like packing, unpacking, Harry building Potter furniture. Harry Potter 4 over and over? <laughs> Legally Blonde. Okay. Yeah. Harry Potter 4. Oh, you do watch Harry Potter And Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you saw my letterbox. That was like my most comfy movie I could think of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so those three, it was wonderful. Um, I haven't seen Devil Wears Prada in quite some time. Yeah. I wish I had for when you watched it because I yeah. want to stand firm that it's a really, really good movie. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, now I have to rewatch it so we can have that argument. So, okay. <laughs> Meryl Streep is incredible in it. Like, I really think that's the role. She's kind of ripping off Cruella lady, though. What? Meryl Streep in Devil Wears Prada. She's kind of ripping off what's-her-face from Cruella. Are you saying the new Cruella? Yeah. (laughs) I was so confused. I thought you were actually talking about the Cruella DeVille uh, Uh, what's-her-face. She was kind of that, too, but yeah. No, Whatever. she's just ripping off Anna Wintour. Um, Winter. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a super fun movie. And I love I love the vibe of a movie that plays KT Tunstall out the gate and is just like so grounded in that time. I is thought that it was Black Horse and the Cherry Tree? Is that the song? Uh Suddenly I see, but yeah, it's, suddenly a, it's that I lady. See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I forgot she had two songs. <laughs> that's just so that is so cozy that is so nice um yeah so i watched all those as cozy options i'm trying to think if there's anything else that is worth mentioning i'm a little bit behind on my letterboxd which i noticed that car you haven't been updating anything i've been busy um okay Uh, eden lake was a good like slasher movie sure um like, just really fun. I thought it delivered exactly what I wanted it to be. Good gore. Um, Good gore. It's like Michael Fassbender yes. and fiance. Or I think fiance. he's going <laughs> he's going to propose to her on this vacation. They go to, like, I don't know, this small town. It's like British, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and they are trying to have a nice weekend. And then there's sort of this probably not well-considered idea of like (laughs) these (laughs) sort of townies types um, are a little bit rough around the edges and they (laughs) start sort of tussling and then it turns into a bloodbath. Um, 
and it was really really fun i had a nice time it, it's like a really really depressing ending um oh nice that's okay that's sort of what you want in those sometimes and then finally i watched clue um which i, I know is one of your all-time clue. favorite movies yeah love um, clue yeah, this was, like, <laughs> you know those times when it's, like, like, this was on the list of movies where it's, like, I really need to watch this because I know that Tucker loves it and, like... That's not a good I reason to, to watch a movie at all. <laughs> I need to get around to it at some point. Well, it was the night before the marathon. I had to go to bed at, like, 8.30. And Christ. so we only had, like, an hour and a half to watch something. Right. Um, And this was just, like, the first good option that came up. And it was perfect. Like, Aww. also such a cozy movie. Yeah. So funny. The woman who plays Mrs. White is, like... Yeah the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Um, yeah. And yeah, the ending is incredible. Like, Which yeah, it's exi- exactly. Yeah. It's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, in sort of the best way possible. What a cast. What a cast. What Truly a cast. incredible. Yeah. yeah. Flames on the sides of my face. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I just, <laughs> it feels so, something about that especially feels like, really really modern or something yeah it's so like it has that energy to it where it's like yeah really hanging together yes exactly <laughs> yeah tim curry is amazing in everything which one's tim curry again he's the butler guy the, oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah he's so good when he's like running around explaining everything yes. at the end it's just like god <laughs> this isn't even acting at this point yeah it's really bonkers whoo so that's what I've been watching. Okay. Um, I have quite a bit. I'll try to kind of run through this as quickly as possible. Uh, Bad Trip, Kari. Have you seen Bad Trip? No. Is that the, the Eric Andre? Yes. Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh, I was so pleasantly surprised by Bad Trip. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I thought it was just going to be Eric Andre skits. Mm-hmm. It was that, but it was more than that. And I was like, just... Uh, this kind of gradual, like, oh, that's what this movie is. And then from there on mm. out, it was just like a, a ride. And I was way into it. A trip, if you will. Could you give me, like, the brief synopsis? I really know nothing about it. Um, Like, what it is or what it is? I guess a little bit of both. Okay. It's, uh, it's essentially a collection of uh, Eric Andre-style skits where, mm-hmm. or pranks where he's in public doing something that you wouldn't normally do in public. And then, but uh, basically what it is, is it's like this super, I'm just going to, I'm going to talk about what it is because I just think it's so cool. Uh, It is this very sincere, like, um, like rom-com setup. But in real life, so it's like he's playing this like lovelorn kind of down on his luck guy, like super sincere and like the good guy of the movie. And he's trying to get across the country to meet up with this girl because he loves her. And he wants to tell her he loves her. So there's all these scenes where he's like doing like very basic rom-com setups. Hmm. But the other people in the movie are real people, you know, on <laughs> hidden cameras. And you can just see okay. like reality breaking down in front of you in all these like fascinating ways because they they become people in a movie like inadvertently. <gasps> and it's just yeah. like 
it's so fascinating to watch it happen over and over and like but it also has that like very chaotic like eric andre doing crazy yeah. things in public aspect to it but i was expecting Can you give all me an example um well there's like this very overt example where he's like on a bench next to this like older gentleman he's like mm-hmm. man god i just want to i just want to go out and tell her i love her you know and then the old guy who's not an actor he's just listening to who he thinks is some guy and he's like man if you love her, you got to go out and you got to tell her you love her and you got to, you know, you know, prove yourself. You got to go out. And, yeah. do and he's like, you know what, man, you're right. And then he like launches into this musical number and these dancers come out <laughs> and they're all like backup dancers. And it's like a, it's like a scene from a movie. And then it just cuts yeah. to like all these people in the park, just like, just like looking off, like what is happening? And it's just, it's a lot of like kind of variations on that. And it's very good. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It was so much better than I thought it would be. So. Um, a Quiet Place duology. Yeah. Wait, before you launch into it, my laptop is going to die. Okay. I need to get my charger. I'll just Sorry. talk to myself. Okay. John Krasinski is probably the most handsome man in the world, and I wish I could just snip his little beard hairs and keep them in my pocket. Keep them in my pocket and shake it around to kind of rearrange them within the little baggie I keep them in. And then I would put it under my pillow every night, and the little... The little John Krasinski beard fairy would come and give me a quarter. And that's what I would do. Carly, are you back? Carly's not back yet. Here's what else I would do to John Krasinski's face. Um, I would kind of like rub my finger underneath his nose, almost as if he was like having the sniffles or like his nose was itching. I would do that for him if he asked me to. Um, I would kind of like trim the area around his eyebrows. You know, some people have kind of like a unibrow situation and I would kind of shave <laughs> that for him. How are you back? Hello. Uh, so a quiet place duology. It wasn't a big fan. No, it's not very good. No, but I think you rate it higher than it deserves or something. Mm. Like I, I, a quiet place part one is just like bad. And then a quiet place part two is like bad. See, I think A Quiet Place Part 1 is bad. And then I think A Quiet Place Part 2 is fun bad. I I feel the opposite. I like switching. Mm. Like, uh, from the moment A Quiet Place Part 2 started and they have this completely unnecessary flashback that goes oh, on forever. Oh, I like forever, the flashback. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah. <laughs> He's a but. good dad. He's a good dad. Whatever. I, I think The Wild Place is stupid and I don't understand how people like this crap. It's like, what if we took The Walking Dead and we took all the fun stuff out of it and like every so often they'll make a noise and then a monster will come eat them. Okay, it is iconic to make a movie series so that you can hammer home how good of a guy you are. Yes, we love John Krasinski. He's great. That is the most hilarious like lifestyle how is he not embarrassed by this like it's so insane the forceful dialogue of he was a good dad you'll never be as good of a dad as he's a good dad you also need to be the dad (laughs) we have to have another good dad because there can't be a not good dad in this movie when objectively in the first movie he's evil to his daughter like he's so yeah. mean to well, her he was working on her ear thing though yeah oh my god and then he like died in the stupidest way possible yeah yeah 
Yeah. I got yeah. no no love for a quiet place from from these quarters. I hate that it looks like HGTV also where it's just like <laughs> it's like the horror movie equivalent of like those people with like barn door closet doors yeah, like yeah, sliding yeah. Bar- like oh <laughs> my god. I like how the first movie looked for a lot of it. I mean it, it feels so like archetypal. Like it just feels like a movie that had to exist, like that's always yeah. existed. Like it just it 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 has no ambition to be anything except like a quiet place. Oh, I think it has ambition to be like a. Uh, many people have like made this com- or comparison. I'm not originally thinking here, but like he wants to be Spielberg. It feels See, like. See, I don't, I don't get that so much, but I guess I don't really know enough Spielberg to like recognize. But it didn't seem like Ready Player One at all to me, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> From where I was standing. <laughs> um, should we move on yeah okay vivo was really bad let's not talk about that at all what's that that's the lin-manuel miranda as a monkey animated children's movie uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. i think yeah, we don't need to talk <laughs> might be my least favorite person in showbiz these days <laughs> yeah that's fair uh charlie's angels i thought was incredible uh oh, you watched that Yep, I was sick, and I was like, Netflix, give me something good. And I was like, yeah. here's Charlie's Angels 2000. Um, yeah, that sounds lovely. So on board with everything that movie was doing. Um, yeah. All the cameos and weird, like, Sam Rockwell's the bad guy in this movie for some reason. I was just <laughs> like, oh, yes. Of course, that makes so much sense. I haven't seen it, but it feels very of a piece with the movies we've been watching oh, Carly. recently. If you're ever in like, I want to watch some early 2000s. Yeah. It's like Josie and the Pussycats without the subversive element to it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Beautiful movie. Yeah. Um, I finally watched Cloverfield. You've never seen Cloverfield. Never saw Cloverfield, but now I have. Craziness. Um, I thought it was so good for the first half. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh... There's, I guess there's more movie. Like, who cares? You know? Yeah. Yeah, them being at the party and all of it happening, I remember really, really, really enjoying. And then, like, the mystery of what's happening. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is awesome. And then at some point it becomes, I'm on a mission. Yeah. And that's way less interesting. Also, really disturbing when it's like, oh, I guess T.J. Miller's the main character in this movie. Is he really? He's the guy holding the camera. Oh... Wow. Yep. Interesting. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also think Cloverfield is this really fascinating flashpoint for the terrible ways that video games and movies have influenced each other, uh, which was really uh, weird to see. Yeah. Um, it's not good. Yeah. Um, you should watch the sequel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that is a an excellent scary movie. Okay. With John Goodman. You're not talking about the one where they're astronauts. No, no. Okay, Ten cool. Cloverfield Lane. It's like okay. truly, I think the first time I saw it was on a plane, but I've watched it a few times since. And it's just like, it's like a 10 out of 10 time. Yeah. The acting is all so, so, so good. Yeah, I think it's, oh my God. Yeah, the ending is also amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I think that is such a fun movie. <laughs> okay. It's on my list. <laughs> okay. It's cool. on my list. Okay. Um, there's one I want to spend a little bit of time on, so I'll just cover some other ones real quick. Okay. 13 Ghosts is 
uh, primo insane early 2000s horror. Ooh. Don't know if you've seen. Um, no. Matthew Lillard stars as a man who can feel death by touching you. And then <laughs> uh, they just live in this mansion where all the walls are glass and they have Latin written on them to keep ghosts out. Ooh, I love that. And then the ghosts get out. <laughs> it's what, it's, That's it, cool. Pro- profoundly stupid. Um, the movie poster is... So good. Yeah. Uh, malignant. Yes. Okay. Have you seen? No, I watched the first like two minutes and then I did. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) Loved Malignant. Yeah. Give me more of this. I don't know where this James Wan has been hiding. Yeah. I, I just like beginning to end. I was just like jaw drop. This is exactly what I want. Cannot be on more more on board with malignant. What did you like about it? Um, everything. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, I like that it is like James Wan of Saw era acting. And like this yeah. is what I think police look like. Um, <laughs> mixed with the wildest third act I can think of in a movie. And it combines the kind of conjuring level, like here's a very nice looking house, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm James Wan and horror can only happen to women in houses that look like this type of thing. Yeah. Which I usually don't like, but I cared very much for it here combined with like, I like uh, I'm studying my saw documents again. And I think this is what a police station looks like. And it's like <laughs> James Wan, this is not what a police station looks like at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> And there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it, it, it feels so much like a combination of like good modern horror with like bad early 2000s horror. And that's exactly what I want. And I was waiting. It, yeah. It's so weird that he made this and yeah. that people like gave him so much money to do it and marketed yeah. it so hard. Like is, this yeah. is maybe the most marketed movie of the year so yes. far. It's everywhere. And it is and like <laughs> yeah. I like it makes from what I know about it, like it yeah. makes it does seem up your alley, but it seems yeah. hardly up anyone's alley in a lot exactly. of ways. Like it's it, so yeah. weird and stupid. It's a very yeah. strange combination of those two factors. And yeah. like I like I watched it with Kristen and immediately after I was like, I thought that was incredible. And she was like, really? <laughs> so uh, your mileage may vary with Malignant, but I yeah. it was very much to my taste. So that's fun. Was um, it scary at all or was it just like no, silly? No, okay. it's just silly. Uh, yeah. Very uh, profoundly silly towards the end in a way okay. I was very into. Uh, Promising Young Woman Car. Yeah. I think I hate this movie. <laughs> I think a lot of people hate this movie. Yeah. Uh, I I had like things I was going to say about it, I guess, but I just am so confused by the ending. And it feels this entire movie feels like when people it's like, you know, you have these arguments in your in your brain where you think like, here's how it would go if I won the argument. And then they Mm -hmm. just like made a movie out of that. Like, none of it feels real. It all just feels like 
this woman like talking to would-be rapists in this like way where she's like talking down to them and then they're like tail between their legs like oh and it just yeah, feels like, it's so weird it's such a weird tone for this movie on top of you know all the weird stuff with like her relationship with this other girl and like where the movie goes at the end and it's just it all just like builds on top of itself and it made no sense to me yeah i th- like some of the tone stuff feels really cool like i think that there is a like v2 of this that could work or something like i th- yeah. think i think some of the way that like her house feels like a dollhouse. Like sure. some of that stuff I think is really cool and interesting. And I think like, I don't know. It's just, it's one of the more confusing movies out there, at least in the last few years. I think of just like, it feels like, and I think this is maybe some unfair pressure on it, but it feels like not every movie gets to try to do what this movie is doing. Yeah. And then it just like made so many missteps, at least in my opinion, like especially the ending. I just don't get, I don't get how that's the ending for the movie. Like it feels so, and both endings, there's sort of like two things that happen at the end and both of them just like suck. And like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get how we spent the entire movie leading up to what happens and it's so disappointing and it feels especially disappointing when you're talking about something that's like so such a important thing that is so often misportrayed in movies so it's just like i it's so tough well it feels like it it is in opposition to the rest of the movie like it feels like it undoes whatever the thesis is of the movie or something yeah like it literally ends with a wink like yeah like what are you trying to say movie like like wink like do you get it or like wink like i'm subverting your expectations in a bad way like i don't i don't understand and like i there is i think value to like i don't know and and i think some of the way that it explores like i think the framing of the character that we're following is really interesting like it's someone who I sort of went into the movie expecting that, like, she was directly impacted by a sexual assault, but it's, like, sort of this, like, grief exploration that I think is really interesting. So it just, like, it feels like there are things that are sort of loaded up to be, like, emotionally impactful and explorative and stuff. And it just, like, it's such a bummer that it doesn't execute on that in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. But I I think... The ending is so ruinous yeah, to this movie, but I also just think, like, the rest of the movie doesn't work also. Like, like I, I, I can see where you're coming from with what you're saying, but just, like, the beat-to-beat, like, moment of this, the, the story and how it's told, like, it just, uh, it didn't work at all for me. I was just, like... Yeah. I, and this isn't uh, a comment on the quality of the movie, but I think that all of the marketing and stuff was very misleading. Yes. Yeah. Which, you know, is neither here nor there, but it it was just like, I was kind of waiting for that movie, I guess. And there's like this weird tone to this movie where it kind of like echoes that marketing where it's kind of like mm-hmm. tongue in cheek, kind of like, oh, we're stylish about this. But like, it never really got there. I don't know. It was a rough Which watch. is like, uh, it's so frustrating because it's like, Okay, I would both take a revenge movie, which is, I think, what the marketing was, right? Right. Like, it's like, this woman is just 
This we don't know what Bill, she's doing but... to the men, but yeah. she's doing bad things to them. And then the other thing that would be super interesting is like a, which I think is more what it's trying to do is like a thoughtful rumination on revenge movies yeah. and like revenge as a concept. But again, it just like doesn't get there. I don't know. Yeah. Cause it's, it is trying to do both things where it's like, I think trying to take it apart, especially at the end. And then you're spending most of the rest of the movie, just like watching the revenge play out. I don't know. Yeah. But in like the weirdest way, just like, yeah. In a way, it would never work out in real life. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that being said, I thought the performances were very good throughout. Yeah, I think Carrie Mulligan's like really, really good in it. Yeah. Yeah. And Bo Burnham is in it also. I think he's pretty darn good. He's playing himself. Yeah. We need to stop giving him credit for playing himself. <laughs> Please. I think he's pretty good. I love okay. Alison Brie at all things, um, sure. even though her character that was is so the weird. Most, yes. Yeah. 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 What was I, going on there? God. I don't know. Yeah. Everything Craziness. about her character sucks, but yeah. she's great. I love Allison. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say there. Yeah. No, I, I don't I'm, know. Yeah, I'm good. It was just, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm trying, this is kind of within the, the view of like, I'm trying to, you know, we're coming up on the end of the year and I'm trying to maybe yeah. get together a list of 10 movies and I'm having trouble. Car. I think that's like, I think it's probably a little bit worse this year because of COVID and everything. Yeah. But I think that's also normal. Like a, every yeah. big movie comes out between like November and December. So we're just <sighs> That's waiting. bad though. Cause I can't see them. Necessarily. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like HBO will let you see it. Yeah. I guess. Dune. Which I'm yeah. sure I'll love. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. I'll probably be talking about Malignant again at some point this year. So at least that, that sounds kind of fun. Yeah. I liked yeah. Malignant a lot. So. I'll probably be talking about Nighthouse. Yeah. I, I would like to see that also. I, I, I was yeah. thinking a lot about how much horror has a place on our, on our minds, on our lists, on our talks. I think it's like a, my favorite genre, probably. Well, it, it's like so familiar, but also it allows for so much creativity. Mm-hmm. Like it would be really weird if we were just like Oscar bait. Like, what did you think of this <laughs> biopic of this, you know, female NASA scientist? Like, I'm sure those are fine. Let's pivot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a more general thing too. I think Letterboxd loves horror movies. It seems like yes. like that's weird. Yeah, that is kind of weird. I think it's like it's one of the more fun genres to try and understand, like from a historical perspective. Yeah. Too. Like it's fun to dig back into all the old directors and like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you want to know what's up with society at any point in time? Go watch yes. one of the horror movies. From oh, my movie. God. There's this podcast that I was saving to listen to for forever. And I listened to it during the move. And it's about Halloween, which I don't yeah. love all that much. But Alex Ross Perry, director of oh, no. Her Smell, oh, no. um, does like a... You, you chose a very... <laughs> I know. Uh, okay. Continue. Basically, he like explains horror movies leading up to Halloween. And it was like the most interesting. It's just kind of hilarious. I think the one of the biggest standout points to me was like, 
I think we think of prestige horror as it looks right now as sort of a very current phenomenon. Yeah. But like one of his points is basically that before Halloween, everything looked like what prestige horror looks like. <laughs> sure. Now. Yeah. Like it was about yeah. just like wealthy people right. in nice houses, family dealing drama. with family drama. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Rosemary's a, baby. Yes, yeah, exactly. The Exorcist, like yeah. all of this stuff is like it, it. All of the horror movies back then were what horror movies are now, basically. That's craziness. And then Halloween just like exploded everything open. Um, which, like, I don't know. I feel like a genre. I, you could probably do a similar thing with sci-fi, maybe. But it feels yeah. like horror is especially set up to reflect a lot of that stuff. Sci-fi is, yeah. Sci-fi is just, like, in this weird, like, I guess you get all of the um, IP stuff and or, like, sequels and stuff in horror as well. But sci-fi yeah. feels so shaped by, like, a few right. big industries or something. I also think it's probably, like, a higher budget concept, so you can't always make as many right. of them. Well, there. scale is always so much bigger because it's, like, yeah. space opera. Right. Yeah. Horror, you can have... Four people in a bathroom and then a snake gets in there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's not fun for anybody. That kid was so cute. Rest in peace. <laughs> it's insane that he dies. Like halfway through the movie and they just like yeah. leave him there. We have to eat the boy. Yeah. I don't know, Car. That was a good I one. I don't know either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. What about next time, Car? What about We're free next of the time? Ghibli. We are free of the Ghibli. So, okay, we're going to alien, but that's for a separate thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have one queued up for me? Um, I was wondering if you would like to revisit War of the World starring Tom Cruise. Would love to. I've been thinking about doing that. God, yes. That's cool. Cloverfield kind of set me off on that path, and I was like, you know yeah. what? Let's do this. No, that sounds extremely, extremely fun. Okay. So now, sort of, I'm looking through my... <laughs> Let's watch Porco watch Rosso again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking through the watch list, and I'm understanding... Um, let's do... Let's do Girlfriends, Ooh. the 1978 movie. Can you give me a synopsis real quick, Kurt? A photographer and her her best friend are roommates. She is stuck with small chains, shooting jobs, and dreams of success while her roommate decides to get married and leaves. And leave, she feels hurt and has to learn how to deal with living alone. It's like a, I'm guessing it's on the Criterion channel sort of deal. Uh Uh-oh. It says no availability (laughs) car. Where? Netflix. I have where to watch. Do you? Yeah. Oh, Amazon, I just showed a, Voodoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not free. Well, do you need me to pick a, I can pick Freaking money grubbing jerks. Holy crap. <laughs> no, that's fine, Car. We can okay. watch Girlfriends. That sounds very good. Okay. Okay. Well, Car, thanks for watching every Ghibli movie and then ranking it. And it's sort of a kind of, uh, you might say, kind of a uh, foregone conclusion kind of uh, way. Yeah, I think it was really cool when I made the buckets for all of them. I like when you put Arietti to the side of a different movie <laughs> by accident. That was pretty awesome. 
Yeah, that was cool. I'll always remember that when I rewatch Arietti. <laughs> Tonight. Tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And yesterday. Yeah. Only yesterday. Very good. Car. Yep. Go run another marathon, you crazy lady. Yeah, cook. <laughs> Every four miles, car. Yeah. You get one little sip of water, lucky girl. <laughs> no gels, though. Hey, marathon runners at home, sync this podcast so it finishes right when you cross the finish line. At the 20-mile mark. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to talk to the manager. I've signed up for a 26-mile <laughs> run, not a 20-mile run. It's like exactly the type of guy you would think it was, too. <laughs> no, I don't have a receipt. <laughs>